0: Uh, like you know old-fashioned men go outside yes. and, and hash it out uh,
1: slap each other around and yes i was it.
0: actually gonna say just fisticuffs but yeah sure slapping around that could work too
1: I, I, I mean have you ever watched uh the big country
0: no a, no 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 is it a good classic,
1: movie? classic classic gregory peck uh okay okay it, it, it's a it's a western because yeah big big country absolutely um and it's this kind of sweet, charming, long movie about mm-hmm. uh, an East Coast naval officer who goes out to sort of make his fortune out in the Wild West. Yeah. And uh, who is it? It's uh, Gregory Peck, Burl Ives, uh, Chuck Connors, and Charlton Heston. Okay. Took... it's basically a movie about toxic masculinity <laughs> 50 years before we coined that phrase. Because it's a bunch of these these guys like out in the West who are yeah. like chest puffing bravado always trying to pick fights and gregory peck is gregory peck and th- this is what it means to be a man and like oh if we're going to fight we're going to fight on our own terms i'm not going to play your game Sonny jim it's an incredible movie it's also it's one of like a handful of films that are shot in this really strange like vista vision ultra wide cinema you remember like cinemascope yeah yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah all exactly. those different types of film formats were a big deal if you haven't seen the big country it is absolutely i i, I got to check it am going
0: is do you think it's on netflix or is it somewhere i'm able to I stream No, i don't it?
1: know i mean it it wasn't one of the more popular gregory peck films mm-hmm. um and it was like one of those where it's got its own kind of western cult following but it's not like you know it's not like the good the bad and the ugly or something like that mm-hmm. um i think it might be on amazon but i don't know if there's a place to like stream it Without having to like buy
0: it. Oh man, this is a classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's on Apple TV. No, it's not. No, it's nah. uh, it's three ninety nine on Apple TV, which means I'm gonna have to rent it, which is fine. Yeah, it's it's an easy recommendation, man. I appreciate
1: exactly it. Exactly like what you were describing there. Go outside. Like and everyone's take, take trying care to pick fights it. with this guy, and he's like, <laughs> "I'm not going to stoop to your level, sunny boy."
0: <laughs> Let me give you my <laughs> my the, uh, my glove thing... and
1: backhanded slap, and I like, yeah, no, not, exactly, but like a gentleman. Uh, um, absolutely. The, the only thing that's that's a little problematic is they do have this one like this like goofy uh, stable hand character. Okay. who's Mexican mm-hmm. and is like the most minstrel showy, tropey. I'm just a dumb, lazy Mexican kind of oh, a character. man! Well, this kinda is yeah. It's it's a little bit. It's, it's but it's a the little rest bit, uh... of the movie is surprisingly progressive.
0: Okay, I get. It. I'm I'm going to watch it for certain specific parts, but I I understand the the style of movie. I mean, it's an older movie. That's the other thing you have to keep oh. in mind when this movie was produced and what time. And um... I want to
1: say it was like late 50s or early 60s it's an old film hey everybody this is a tech podcast
0: <laughs> we're like trying to pick the year hold on a second it is 1958, <laughs> 1958 oh, my friend you were pretty good
1: i was pretty close yeah pretty close yeah so you hit I'm the era al Sabakli, simon says hypno vince novoa jojo the techie what's up jojo hey jojo um, how you doing um michael corcoran uh farhan bionic scoop uh ron guido uh who else are our buddies you said Simon. You said Michael
0: Corcoran in there, either. and I think you saw El Joses in there as well. Ooh, I think he Al was Sabakli, one of
1: Buckley. What would be Gregory Peck's daily driver phone? Oh,
0: that is it. Hmm. Right now, he's, he's like he's, <laughs> he's like second not night.
1: Not <laughs> conservative, but he's like traditional.
0: I'd go BlackBerry. I, either I, I, I would feel... say Palm or BlackBerry.
1: I feel like BlackBerry because it's yeah. practical. It's rugged, like probably the BlackBerry Bold, great battery even life. like the the I, like yeah. the,
0: the, 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 the just feel the the feel of the Bold, not the Passport.
1: It's, yeah, it's simpler, less frivolous. Has you know, a keyboard, none of these bells and whistles. Exactly, excellent battery life. I feel like Gregory Peck would have been would have been a BlackBerry guy.
0: Absolutely. Sure. I can see him doing the, the old Western. He comes out, he gets off his horse, puts the cigarettes away and just pulls up the backberry right out of his uh, hip, uh, you know, side pocket That's right
1: there. A great point. I honestly don't know if Gregory Peck smoked in, in the movies. I'm, I'm imagining
0: think, like, in the fifties think... everybody did, wasn't it? Like is it's in the contract or something? I think. I, I, I like think two packs a day. <laughs> the
1: only movie I can think of where he might have been smoking would be Man in the Gray Flannel Suit. But we okay. don't need to do no. this because We're... I am. A, a stupid nut for Gregory Peck films, and I you could spend an
0: entire episode of this we special week
1: four hours. Well, of we, me well, we just got it spewing.
0: We about have a how couple of weeks to, to catch Peck up. Peck, Let's be honest so. with each other. We 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 didn't have enough. Okay, so last week was a shenanigans of a week for all of us. I'll just say this much: I had I I was literally coming back from two separate trips. Back and forth to the to Europe, I was basically going back and forth to Europe in multiple uh, different uh, events and so on. And uh, Juan was also kind of working in on his own thing. So unfortunately, last week we did not have a show. So we have literally two weeks worth of stuff, namely, obviously the amazing foldable, uh, you know, book that he got. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the 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 Pixel Fold. Hashtag Team Pixel, hashtag uh, gift from Google that was very nice enough to, yeah, to full, share.
1: Full FTC disclaimer. Absolutely, we have to throw this that in. This unit right here was supplied by Team Pixel for me to share my earnest opinions, and no influence from either Google or any associated public relations firms have had any uh, influence over my uh, review process. Exactly. But they as did he,
0: send this as, as he says that, and he's reading the script that is right. I'm just, kidding. Like, you just I'm not going to look play. right over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't, don't, don't. blink. You're good. No, no. Um, so yeah, Juan got Juan's had the opportunity to play with it. We're going to touch base on the fold. Obviously, there's a lot of cool things going on. Uh, oh uh, yes, uh, I was suspecting that you got the tablet as well. I didn't know if you did or you didn't.
1: Yeah, um, so, so there's hands, the Pixel hands Fold on with the tablet. I want to, I want to catch up with your experiences on the tablet because I'm just a couple days into it and obviously yeah, yeah. I've been spending a bit more time with the Fold. And Absolutely. We we've so we've got the the principal You've been spending some time with nothing.
0: Absolutely. I, that's the thing about me. You know what I mean? I keep it simple. I I like to just uh, keep it, focus. I keep, it uh, I
1: keep it nothing.
0: I'll just keep it nothing. And this is just nothing part <laughs> two because no, you know, part one was so good. You do it twice. Uh, speaking of which. <laughs> If you bring the nothing, you have nothing. Uh, I just picked up a case for it because uh, you know PR companies, our friends over at, uh, at, at Nothing, I want to say first and foremost, thank you very much. Full FTC on my side, this was also provided for to me there. by Nothing uh, for me to be able to share my opinions of using it. And I have been using it and enjoying it quite a bit. Um, but part of the trips that I was going on uh, the last couple of weeks was to London. And I had the opportunity to check out like Wimbledon last week. And actually, that was a trip with Oppo. The photos in that was that
1: uh, so good. Yeah, it dude. It, it was, like so much fun.
0: The appreciation that I have for the Find X6 Pro's telephoto lenses have gone so far up there. Like I loved the Pixel 7 experience with the telephoto. We both yeah, know that in the low light. Yeah, it's
1: a great telephoto, yeah.
0: The seats that Opal got us initially when I got into the, into the stadium. So this was center court, by the way. That's not stadium. Center court. Like the, the, big, the big game. I'm not going to say the big game. The big players go to center <laughs> court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The,
1: but, like, I mean. We, you know, I, I, I don't know I, that anyone's going to go after our podcast if we say Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> i could say super, hey well you don't know no, no, be i, I want to be very honest i have i have mistakenly referred to the uh, uh what's it called tower bridge as london bridge and i've have been basically massacred over on twitter i Bear. will watch my words Bear. this is wimbledon so center court and i got an att- opportunity to, to watch uh, a couple of matches uh, uh, uh basically uh, the, the female semifinals i think and the male and the men's fe- semifinals but the big thing about me that i think threw me off first is when we first got to our seats we were sitting so far up and I yeah. was like, "Wow, this is kind of tiny, right? Like, you know, you, you think that the uh, the center court would be like very close, not as big. You're pretty far from the, from the action, and the and the the players are literally like almost I want to say not say ant size, but like very small." Right. But the Find X6 Pro, man, it, mm-hmm. the, the the 6X. I'm not even trying to go. This is the uh, hybrid zoom that they use. There's the 3X. There's the 6X. You're able to get close enough to be able to see the muscles on the on the players as they're shifting <laughs> from one side to the other. You're seeing that type of definition. And um, it took me a little bit to practice to to try to catch where the ball as they're hitting the ball yeah. because they are volleying the ball because it's going so fast. Like they serve at 120 to 130 mm-hmm. miles an hour. Like. What in the like? I do not want to be in front of that, and sure. you know when you watch it. But it was an amazing experience. It was definitely a bucket list type of a thing. Like you want to give, you know, the US Open, Wimbledon, both up there, and of course, I got a chance to see the the guy that brought it all in. You know, Carlito or Carlos Alcaraz, um, he brought it in, and I got a chance to see him play. I think it was a, a German uh, player, and it was literally like magic. Uh, it was poetry. It was just, it was surreal to see a person be able to perform in that manner. You're like, oh my God. They're like at the peak of their performance. And I'm like at the bottom of mine. <laughs> like I felt like I could have, I kind of I could have fell down and, and just like injured right. myself the entire time like, by like, like, just watching
1: winding, this. yeah, winded just like climbing. Just the watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so um, I, I, it was just good. to kind of go along with your story, it has nothing to do with how awesome your experience was at Wimbledon. Uh, I went out on a walk this morning. And I, I left the house, and I'm like, I'm just going to be out for a half hour. I just need to get some steps, right? Like, I'm, I'm soggy. I, I just need to, like, shake things up, and especially before it gets too hot. So Oh, my I'm God, did it get hot again today? Yeah. The, the park and some of the horse trails. Oh, and the, the reason why I'm like, I'm just going to be gone for a half hour, I have my SIM card in the OnePlus 11 again, just yeah, because yeah. I, I, I've been kind of bouncing around between a couple of different phones right now. And you know what? I don't need to take another phone with me. I'm going to be carrying a bottle of water. It's already hot. It's 9 a.m. and it's like 85 degrees. Mm -hmm. So I'm out at the horse trails and I get into a showdown with a vulture. Mm -hmm. What? And I'm (laughs) so mad that I didn't pack, bring another phone because the OnePlus 11 doesn't have a real telephoto. So the, the best I could pull off was like this. (laughs) <laughs> and it's like it is it is presenting it's like wings spread trying to like stare me down yeah we have like a a whole showdown where it's like i've got to go where the, the path is to the left of where this bird is and this bird is large
0: this dude is i know where you part. i know where this spot is i this is the, the i i can I, yeah, I can we, we, yeah this yeah. Is where i
1: took you out for for one of, um for for part of that e-bike ride exactly and i i like what I needed was a Find X6 Pro or my Xiaomi, or oh, even, like, the, the OnePlus Tartino. 7 would have, been, would have been great. And oh, the I night. have gotten, like, right up on top of it. But
0: yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I'm with all you. All I I'm had
1: was the One 11 with its portrait sensor. It's a two-time zoom. This is with the two-time zoom. Like, it's so frustrating. And, like, I'll never leave the house without, like, three phones ever, ever
0: again. I, um... So I will say this, that that is absolutely fantastic when you're able to interact with nature like that. Um, my experience with a vulture, unfortunately, place. it was a very different, very terrifying experience a few years ago yeah. where he decided to have lunch in my backyard with one of our squirrels. Sure. So, yeah, and, different experience. It, Cute it, animal. It
1: took a long time in the showdown. I, like city vultures are not intimidated by people
0: oh no 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 my friend they wouldn't eat they they would not survive if they had intimidation there yeah no (laughs) you're not like you know you're clapping you're waving and he's like so
1: your food so disappointed i mean again it's like one of those like just really great moments so disappointed because it was like wings spread and like Doing that thing where it's like posturing and kind of like wagging back and forth a bit, and you're like, I feel
0: like he was attacking you, but you took that as a cute prosing there. I like how you're like shy of being basically mauled and you're like No, I know. But he's opening the rings and he's like head down and tail up and no. But if
1: but but if only I'd had like a five X zoom with like a good four K sixty sensor, I could have gotten like some really good footage of this bird. So anyway. (laughs) I, I was definitely thinking of you, like, out in the cheap <laughs> seats in Wimbledon and, like, man, That's I needed a, a to telephoto this morning, yeah, yeah. And as good as the OnePlus 11 is as a phone and a communicator and a game-playing device. Oh, absolutely. Boy, howdy, let me down. Let me down when I needed it. Ah!
0: <laughs> well, so, okay, while we're talking <laughs> OnePlus, I don't want to let that one go too far. Um, I did get a chance to play again with our one of our favorite techs, actually, pieces of tech from OnePlus. Recently, yeah. we both got a chance to play with the OnePlus Pad. I mm-hmm. finally was able to convince and I'll say this I've been trying for some time to convince OnePlus to let me borrow and it's still a borrow uh, a OnePlus pad again because I remember when at the launch uh, event when they uh, not the not the OnePlus launch but the pad launch One of the biggest things that they announced or they were talking about is the interoperability between the OnePlus 11 and the OnePlus Pad, allowing you to do more than a typical just tablet and sharing Wi-Fi by turning on a hotspot. You're talking interconnectivity, transferring content, syncing clipboard, messages, phone calls, um, libraries, files, ability of transferring file by just drag and dropping a whole bunch of different functionalities. Unfortunately, at the time, they weren't available. I was able to show some of that on a Find X6 Pro, our, our favorite other device that we've talked about. Uh, but I got a chance to put it together a video. So I, they sent me the, the, the unit, and I've been using the OnePlus 11 with it. Um, and it's so... Like, it's, it's really nice to have... Not, I'll say this. One of the things that it reminded me of the most about it was the, uh, the the Surface Pro 9 5G that we played around. It was an yeah. always-on connected 5G tablet, uh, or Windows 2-in-1 tablet. But there, obviously, we're running Windows on ARM. This one was obviously Android, but the solution with it was is what made me fu- I enjoy this the most. Once you pair it and you go through the setup it's always connected it, it resumes yeah. the connection the moment you turn it on and you never have to turn on your phone if you just want to use the the shared uh, functionality so you're going you open it up you sit down you're working you're connected it's sharing the network connection you're doing everything you want and you keep going and that was very refreshing they did it very nicely and i'm happy to see if finding that all the features are here uh, obviously we all wish these things are available at launch but sometimes it takes a little yeah. bit longer to cook and it's finally, the you know, the dinner's served. Also, That's what I'll say.
1: one of the things I really want to see, mm-hmm. um, because I, I'm I'm probably going to be right behind you and, and like, hey, what about just, like, getting a loner guys? <laughs> There's a good um, chance. Well, watch I, it when I'm, the, I'm my really return like, label I'm, comes
0: back and says, yeah, to Juan. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, really? I could just <laughs> drive it over. Yeah.
1: Um, because I'm really trying not to collect tablets like I've been collecting phones. Hey, guys, don't be a phone museum like I'm running, because it's real bad. That's a terrible thing to do. Um, One of the things that I really want to see is on the different MVNOs where you might have, like, tethering caps, I want to know if the tablet reports itself as data or if the phone is just utilizing its own data connection and is acting as like a buffer in between you and the ISP. Because there are all these different rules. Every carrier kind of has their own sort of unique rules for how tethering works. Exactly. And so if if that can kind of get around... So, you know, like if you're on uh, Mint and you have an unlimited plan on Mint, you yeah, only yeah. get 5 gig of tethering, tethering
0: data. Yeah, the hotspot data, exactly.
1: But if the phone is fielding the data connection and sharing with the tablet, then the phone would still have unlimited <laughs> data, and the tablet would be picking up piggybacking mm-hmm. off of that. So I really, I really want to give that a spin and just see, like, how does the tablet make itself known? Because that could be kind of an interesting little hook that I, I is an, an unintentional say, benefit. But. It,
0: it is. You're right, and and for me, because I, I don't have them connected right now, and I've already reset the tablet. Um, it would have been easier, to, easily for me to just uh, double check. But the, um, I'll say this: they don't share a Wi-Fi connection between the two, so mm-hmm. the tablet and the the uh, so the Wi-Fi needs to be turned on, but. When you go into Wi Fi settings, they're not connected right. to a network. They're not connected yeah. to each other as a network. That, that, they connect, that's, that's what I mean. It's, is like, it's, it's not paired over. Wi-Fi yeah. fi
1: broadcast mode. I
0: feel like so. they're using either Oppo Share or the OnePlus Share, the secondary protocol that mm-hmm. Oppo uses to share that, because it's, the transfer rate is fast. Um, the signal for the, for, the, uh, for the LTE or the 5G connection off your phone now shows up on your tablet. So the tablet seems like it's connected because it shows you those signals. And if you just it, because in the beginning when I first started testing it, uh, I was connected to Wi-Fi on both devices. Okay. Uh, and then they were connected to each other. So I was like, wait a minute. Are we doing Wi-Fi? What's the gameplay here? So I ended up basically disabling, not disabling, disconnected Wi-Fi from the home network. So they were both Wi-Fi on but disconnected. They worked. But I feel like it's using some type of a Wi-Fi protocol because if you disable Wi-Fi, the connection drops. It's just not in front of you. So there's some kind of background thing going on. But
1: I I feel like the way that carriers built this into phones Mm -hmm. was the phone is reporting a different state in broadcasting a tethering mode. And if that's not what the relationship or the handshake is for this OnePlus pad, it could be a way to bypass some of those carrier limits. So I I, I, I wouldn't gotta, be surprised like, if the, the carrier
0: it. yeah, I wouldn't be surprised some if if they, if they catch on to that to be like you But we'll Maybe see. Yeah.
1: Again, yeah. you know, like it's tough to say cuz it's like how many OnePlus pads are really going to be utilized to such a degree like that that mints going to notice. You know what I mean? It's like it's just interesting to me how in creating these new, like, handshakes. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're creating a whole new protocol, piggybacking off of established technologies, but it has unintentional um, uses. Benefits, yeah, yeah. That, like, if carriers aren't completely aware of what all these relationships are, like, could maybe sneak some stuff by them. So anyway, um, we'll you, you've got some coverage out on that, and I was yeah, really yeah. happy to see you get another spin on that OnePlus tablet, because at the same time, I'm I'm finally getting up to speed on the Pixel tablet. You've been spending a little bit more time with the Pixel tablet. And I, I was just on Mastodon, and someone was like, hey, my kid's got this old iPad. I don't know that I want to get him another iPad. Are there any good Android tablets? And it was reply after reply after reply of like, I don't know, maybe a Samsung, just get them an old iPad. Maybe a Samsung, uh, you should get them a new iPad. Or, I don't know, Android tablets. So I wrote out, like, hey, you can look at a Pixel. The new Pixel tablet is doing this. If they're just going to be watching video. It might be overkill. OnePlus is kind of the speed demon right now. I, I, the OnePlus I, I, tablet I, is is the high performance. I'll, I'll be
0: with Android you right. Land. I between the two, if I have to make a recommendation right now, I feel like the OnePlus Pad would be the one I would go with. Nothing against the Pixel Tablet. I think the Pixel Tablet sure. works great, but from an all around not, if you're not looking for a smart display function into a tablet, See, I feel like the one. that's the thing about it again it it and we'll talk about the one the the pixel tablet i think the pixel tablet is in a unique spot because it's not it's not really representing itself purely as a tablet it's trying to bridge the tablet smart display function and i think this is funny because you and i were talking about the same thing prior about a couple weeks before Mm -hmm. when you didn't have the tablet yet and we were like (laughs) talking about it and you're like but i like my duo Obviously, you know I'd love to hear. After about a week, maybe next week we can chat a little bit more. Yeah. About has 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 the tablet made you miss the duo, or has the, the duo now found a new home and a new function in your in your tech world uh, life uh, lifestyle kind I, of thing? I,
1: I I just need to preface how absurd it is and how this is completely not reflective of what a general use case would be. Yeah, yeah, I can point to something like my Surface Duo as my kitchen computer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no, 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 I, yeah, I got it. That is. That is a ridiculous idea that I am not expressing to anyone as a healthy or reasonable way to use folding tablets. What do you do with but, your but old
0: fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars? You know, foldable. Right. Fold.
1: You know, just like, PC, I, got, like uh, I upgraded the storage, so it was like sixteen hundred bucks, and I just like I splatter marinara on it on the regular. Um, the, uh, the the interesting thing thing to me is. The the Pixel tablet so far has been the best argument I've used yet for mm-hmm. a smart display. Yeah. And it still hurts my brain mm-hmm. that it's got basically the same issue I have with smart speakers and smart displays. In okay. that they need to live somewhere mm-hmm. and they're not really made to move around. So my it- Pixel tablet has spent most of its early use moving around our house and i've been using it like a tablet and i've yeah. got a little folding stand that i kind of keep for my i mean I also for some of my other uh like the tcl tablets that we've used like this too yeah and it's now got a pretty place where it can charge and turn into a giant clock but if we're really going to outfit a home with smart displays and smart speakers and stuff, it's like we need to own multiple base stations for it to be the smart display in other rooms, or we've got to own multiple smart displays, or I could just use it like a tablet and move it around our house like a tablet. Yeah. And so it's still like still fundamentally creating that same kind of problem in my head where Something that lives as a simplified screen that you can cast to and get you know sort of notifications and information and kind of control some of your heart, smart home stuff is only useful in that spot in that but I can take in that docked experience
0: yeah it's because it yeah it's it's the it's the it's, the challenge it's tricky where I,
1: because like yeah I'm, I'm so used to an experience that i can take with me ubiquitously yeah yeah as opposed to something that needs to live exactly where it is and if i want that experience in another room i need to own another one and, th- and so that that's was that was tricky for me
0: that is the challenge with me that i have with the tablet it's it's the you lose functionality the moment you separate it from the dock yeah the dock has Although specific features mm-hmm.
1: the continuity so like you you stream to the tablet and you mm-hmm. remove the tablet from the base station I was actually very happy to see how it continued to play video. It wasn't like, boom, I'm just a tablet now, and it severs the Chromecast-style experience.
0: It continues it, but you wouldn't be able to start it over again. That's the only thing. Yeah,
1: And it's so much slower than doing things on a Chromecast. So I was watching Deadpool, and I pulled it off the the base station, and I took the tablet up to my office, and it's still streaming Deadpool. Mm-hmm. And I went to just skip back 30 seconds, and it locked the whole thing up. Mm-hmm. It was just game over. And you're like, okay, if I had just played that movie in Disney Plus on the tablet, and I hadn't cast to the tablet, then I never would have had an interruption. And this would have been fine. So, again, it's like it gets one part of this right in, in like, such a beautifully simple, organic way, and then the second you try to push that experience just a little bit, it it kind of freaks out on you. So, again, it's been interesting because, like, in that thread, I'm on Mastodon, and I'm like, okay, you can check out the Pixel tablet. I think the OnePlus is kind of the the best high-performance option. Always have nice things to say about Samsung tablets. They've saved our butts.
0: Oh, I mean, a couple of times, yeah. I, like... I can't it, like it's it's crazy how this little tablet is actually sure. you know where I, everything else fails it worked but, but
1: um yeah. I threw out a note for Lenovo tablets because you get oh, yeah. some killer some beautiful displays for not a lot of cash absolutely um, I mentioned TCLs and then I was I asked, about it to kind say of pointed to like some of the Microsoft things too like again, oh, yeah depending yeah. on what your kid needs like you could have a good student experience with like a Surface X or um, a Robo and Kala or any of these things and it was like. I, I think I was the only person to know of more than two tablets.
0: <laughs> oh, well, because I think most people just go the de facto what they've heard from others. Sure. This, is, this is one of the things we have to, we, we try to, okay, well, I'll say this. One of the reasons why I begged for the OnePlus Pad, pad to come back again is because it's the long-term function, right? It's the long-term benefits yeah. new features and so on things that we typically don't get right on launch so it's hard when you lose hardware and you don't get it back
1: oh and especially but, with one plus like the one plus experience is fundamentally broken if you try to re- review during the embargo just it's just for just that for
0: that down. initial you have to yeah, yeah that, that baked in experience baked. absolutely yeah. the OnePlus 11 is much better than it was before and the OnePlus pad is also much better and i feel like this That's is true. where yeah. they finally met so it's great that you were able to give them the recommendation. I think the Robo and Kala, by the by the way, is also a really good recommendation because not only are you hitting the tablet market, bucks. it's cr- how crazy it is, right? Like I by the time I pushed out my video, uh, it was like early last week, right? I finally got the my video, video was <laughs> up for
1: like three weeks before the price was out already. Yeah, I was like, yeah,
0: exactly. Like I was like, come on, no. So I was like, okay. Uh, I, I will say this. It's a it's a great all-around tablet, a two-in-one PC. The implementation, absolutely. Uh, The beautiful color, really nice, sturdy build, very nice pen input. But if you do want to use it as a tablet, go have at it. You want to use it as a PC, have at it with the keyboard. I still, to this day, love that Bluetooth functionality on that keyboard. The disconnect and Bluetooth straight-up connection right away is so helpful. And so, yeah, I would that would have been a, bit, a little bit of a hard toss-up between the OnePlus t- Pad and the RoboNcala because I think it may actually be a little bit better to go with the RoboNcala because you do, you could do more. You got Windows, So you know? my-
1: Michael PepperTech actually just schooled me on this one. In my write-up, I forgot about Fire tablets. <laughs> for for a, for a student, that's actually not a terrible recommendation. you just need a simple. Ebook reading, media streaming. Okay,
0: maybe it's been a maybe it's been a minute since I've checked out Fire tablets. My last experience. Are they better?
1: Cost? They're cheap.
0: No, no, I know, but I'm saying they're not
1: inexpensive. They're cheap.
0: Are they still fully? amazon around meaning uh, do they even are look you... like a regular tablets inside or are they still basically all amazon ui you can only open up amazon apps that are in the amazon store all very right. much controlled because that was the last experience know. i had with an amazon tablet and since then i don't recommend them it's such a yeah. closed experience it's not an all-around
1: yeah. but if you've got it's kids cheap. and you're looking for oh no absolutely yeah. 80 hardware. bucks
0: 70 bucks of course on special I, like i'm i'm sure yeah
1: I just mean you know it's something to consider. One, I don't know. I, I think I would probably step up to some of the mid spec TCLs before I'd, I'd seriously lean. Into...
0: I think that the TCL uh, the Tablet Pro. I think the one that you and I got a chance to talk about well, not that long ago. Not the fastest SOC. It's a 400 series, but it's connected. It's a big display. It's decent, uh, decent you know display uh, you know graphics. TCL makes really good displays. Mm-hmm. And the and battery life was really good. So I think that, for me, that's also an easy recommendation. Um, they may even be able to get it for a discounted price depending on the carrier that they're with. There's yeah, a lot yeah. of different – tablets are not as hard. Um, there's not as many, and they don't really typically vary so much. It's really more about I, the I, price I point. Like and,
1: we're only just now rediscovering good hardware in the middle on Android yeah. land because – the Samsung tablets were always premium priced. They
0: and and the they happy. still are. Yeah, absolutely. I, and uh, they th- had know. a
1: whole swath of garbage at the low well, end, the low, low end. We lost um, we lost like, a
0: lot of players as well. Sony used to make sure. really good Xperia. The, the Xperia tablet was also oh, yeah. a very nice one. Um, uh, LG is known. Even, even, no, yeah. but even
1: towards the end, like, yeah. when LG was, was really spinning things down, those LG tablets were the worst free on a three-year contract, garbage, just, we'll chuck it in the bag with your new phone, kinds of tablets they were You open up your cereal, and, and you find an LG and, and tablet. And nothing I'm like sure. what 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 Sam's talking about here, where his last tablet was the Nexus 7 2013. So ah. he hasn't had a tablet in a decade. So, uh, you know...
0: Sam, we got to talk about that, uh, you know, the tablet. No.
1: I, I mean, the reality is... <laughs>
0: Google's been out of the game of tablets for some time. They they personally left the field and they let Samsung man lead it basically. But um, actually
1: that's the perfect transition TK instead oh, yeah, of let's... going back and talking about the history of Google tablets uh, we can talk about the future of Google tablets. Google tablet meets that, Google like, Pixel swivel, my friend.
0: I I describe it. Yeah, look at it, look at those notifications Ooh. organized correctly.
1: <laughs> Take that iPad <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: says no iPhone user ever. No, I'm just kidding.
1: So um, the Pixel Fold. Pixel Fold. It you spent a little time with the Pixel Fold. I, I had a little time. Yes. With the pixel fold. Um, I mean, I'm saying I, we're both like we've spent I'm, a little time.
0: Okay, okay no, no, then I'll say this. The Be, between fold. the two of us, we've had a lot of time with foldables, different, different right. form factor of foldables. I think the Pixel Fold... Both of us are, I, I think you spent obviously a lot more time by comparison, but both of us have had some decent time to be able to experience and see how this is a, not only a new, um, it's a new venture for Google because they're coming back mm-hmm. into the foldable, well not back into the fold. they're coming back into tablets and then jump straight into foldables at the same time. And I think the Pixel Fold is a very unique experience, unlike other foldables on the market. But I feel like it, it's bringing in a fresh interface that I think it's it's nice.
1: Well, but you have I, to understand I, where it's coming from. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of spin what you're saying because I feel sure. like this is th- this is critical for Google. Yeah. Because now Google putting their their software and hardware behind this idea, they need to show that Android is really ready to do it. Yeah. Because the 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 foldable experience so far has been defined by Samsung and Microsoft breaking Android and stretching it to yeah. its just it, its absurd limits to get it to do things that Android was never designed to do. Yeah, and yeah. So with Google putting this hardware out there, they need to demonstrate and they need to convince people that Android, not mm-hmm one ui not a microsoft surface that android is ready to tackle that mixed mode m- sort of modular computing and and for the most you know for er- early impressions i'm encouraged but this is a work in progress just like mm-hmm. i would give just like i gave plenty of fair consideration to the surface right <laughs> Um, I feel like the, the Pixel Fold deserves that same kind of runway. Absolutely. Where we don't judge it by the first week it was out of the box. But this, this to me, the stakes are really high for Google. Yeah. Because they, they, they need to, they're putting themselves out there to say that this is a concept that's ready. It's different than a tablet, because mm-hmm. I've, I've genuinely enjoyed the Pixel tablet as a tablet. And I feel like Android 13 has risen to the occasion of reintroducing large screen um, behavior back into Android that there hasn't been a focus on that for a really long time. But it's different when you've got something that tries to fulfill two styles of use. Absolutely. Making it two things in one, you don't want it to be... Sort of the worst of both worlds. You want it to be the best of both.
0: I, worlds. Ideally, yeah. Ideally, it, it should be the, the the showcasing of the the best of both those experiences into one, so that it, it simplifies it simplifies your life. So you don't have to carry. I'm not saying you don't want to, but if you have the tablet, you could leave it docked, and then you could just basically carry your Pixel Fold, and you're getting that Pixel tablet experience on the inside display, and then you're getting that Pixel Seven Pro or Eight Pro, the standard Pixel smartphone, on the outside display. And I felt like that's how I. At least in the current state that it's in, based mm-hmm. on what I've used of pixel hardware within the last 12 to 13 months, sure. that's how I got into it. And that's how I, that's why I felt comfortable. I didn't go in there feeling like, oh, my God, where is this? What does this do? No, no. no. I knew exactly what the UI were going to do when I opened it up because it pretty much mimics what the pixel tablet was doing. Sure. The the Recents yeah. app, the, the little uh, the, the Recents bar that the comes up at the bottom. Yeah, Absolutely. Everything. All of those things are so reminiscent from that. And it's refreshing. And then when you close the phone, it runs like a regular pixel. Like you're like, hey, you want to do your normal pixel? Like, Absolutely. We do it and it does it right. And the form factor, I feel like, is also there. Um, I will have to ask this for you because I feel like we yes. never talk about the how it feels in the hand. I okay. had a very I had a very interesting experience when I first held it. To me it felt heavier than I thought it was going to be. Did you feel that yeah. when you first got it? Did it feel like, oh, like yeah. yeah, I thought it would be lighter or something like that. But oh. I like
1: I'm a duo nerd. Yeah, everything has been heavier. I was like... like, So so the the design is nicely compact, and and at the thickest part of its hinge, not at the camera bulge, but at the thickest part of the the hinge, it is just a tiny bit thicker folded Mm -hmm. than um, my precious Surface Duo's, but it has been radical to see how all of the other dimensions, the length and width, not Mm -hmm. the depth, but the length and width, have closed in on... Almost the same screen size with way less overall mass yeah. in your pocket. It's it's not as broad, but then you go to pick it up and yeah, it is heavier than.
0: Uh, it, and than it's like not a bad. It's not. I'm not saying it's a bad up. thing. I just want the like from like I said. I mean, not necessarily just holding it, but essentially you just it. It feels well built. It feels solid. Yeah, yeah. And so that's the that's the inclination that I'm trying to say. It is a little bit heavier, but it's not in a bad way. Like, oh my god, this is so heavy. No, no, no. It's more about the uh, the the build, the good, the feel, the balance. I feel like the balance of the actual, uh, both the top and bottom when you're holding it. It doesn't feel like it's top heavy. It's going to keel out of your hand if you're holding it slightly. So that was my only my main thing. No.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Um, The uh, I mean, we're not going to be blowing anyone's mind here. I feel like so much of this. So much of this is correct if mm-hmm. the hy- or, or so much of this is correct if the hypothesis is, can we make a folding Android tablet? Um, and my early impressions on this, like I, I did a video that was a cut down from some of my commentary, like literally after a weekend, mm-hmm. um, on the podcast on Monday, I had kind of a rambling sort of stream of consciousness describing some of my thoughts on the fold, and I cut it down so you can catch just the, the highlights of that mm-hmm. on my YouTube channel. Um, one, it, it helps validate a lot of the arguments, us surface nerds, like Sam's in the chat. So I think he would back me up on this too, because we were doing our surface one unboxings together the day that that the surface shipped, um, it validates a lot of our criticisms of phones, like the Z fold, where I feel like this is a more useful outer display, And I like that the orientation is Absolutely, we're talking
0: about this guy. Look, I mean, candy bar.
1: But but, but on top of that, I mean, like, a a skinny screen isn't necessarily bad, but this is a more phone-like screen that is... You you can do more on it before you feel like you need to open it. But then when you do open it, if you're multitasking heavy like I am, Mm -hmm. from the V50, the V60, the Surface Duos, and now to a folding phone... I think in two apps side by side in a more landscape orientation. And on the Z Fold, that means I've got a crease running through the middle of both apps.
0: Absolutely. You have to to go sideways for that to actually even make sense. You can't can't use it in the standard format. You always have to open and then turn.
1: I know people can. I've seen plenty of people say like, oh, that's how I like to use my my Z Fold is keeping the app side by side with the crease in the middle. And you're like, that's great. Mm -hmm. But when I'm doing that on a Duo, I feel I have more functional surface area. And now the Pixel brings that in in much the same way that many of our imports. Like I've played with almost every single folding phone out there for a couple of minutes. (laughs) I've I've not driven one any significant length of time but like oh, an absolutely. oppo form factor i
0: was about to say sorry about hitting it so this is yeah the the if i can get uh, so, okay sony does not like the oppo i don't know why it was fine with the other one here we are so o- oppo oppo does that form factor exactly the crease you could see the crease but it's more side by side you don't have to turn it around you just use it the way it's done um i, I think which we, we were seeing more and more I mean, and and again, we're still also almost at the cusp of, you know, OnePlus bringing in their foldable that's in another month or so. Yeah. So there there is a lot of... um... Do we
1: think that that's going to be mostly like the Vivo hardware?
0: Honestly, the rumors are kind of throwing me off a little bit because I initially, I, hon- like, I, I, I honestly thought that. it was going to be Oppo just basically straight up putting the fine into two and saying, OnePlus, just put your label on it. So I don't know. Right. I don't know. I'm, I want to not believe the rumors because right now the rumors are are looking closer to that. Not to say that that's bad. It's no, just, it it's the, f- I,
1: I, my mentally, when I heard
0: OnePlus do it, I thought it was just one. You, you know what I mean? The like fi- yeah, the they've shared so much with Oppo for so many years, right? Like it would make perfect sense for them to like, yeah. Now could this also? And I'll say this maybe because again, this is all speculation on our side. Um, is it possible then that means Oppo is also changing their Find N series? The Find N oh, three will not I look really like the Find N two. Is this is this an is this a this is the this is the weird conversation that will be where like where we later on gonna find out like oh no, they're still do they are still sharing hardware. Wow. It's just that we just found out what Oppo is doing ahead of Oppo doing it. Um, we'll have to see. But it, the rumors, you're right. Right now, they seem like it's closer to what, and what, v, what Vivo's doing. And I, just I
1: know. Went, I it, I know. I, it's, the
0: they had the form factor. The, it's been going, it went through two iterations, great cameras. Color OS already runs on it. Literally, not a, not that much work would have been done there, really, other than maybe building a, a global ROM and slapping a... Take, you don't have to take Hasselblad out. You keep Hasselblad. It's the yeah. same relationship. We'll have to see. But I mean... We're wait st- how how far are we? We're like a, we're still over a month away from that. I think that's Sometime what I'll probably say is speculation kills because we see so many rumors, it kills that excitement of finding out of day one. So we'll have to see. But what I say is, the fold so far, as any pixel, as any smartphone on day one or day two or do, you know a week sure. or two still after launch, that's still, I still call this like a fresh device needs some time and needs some some updates, and I feel like. Google is, if there is a company that, that has been known and that does improve their hardware mm-hmm. over time, Google's done it. This That's is literally their is bread and butter.
1: That, that like that like Google is, is described by many in our tech profession as struggling and often failing with their updates? Because <sighs> Google put an expectation on the beginning of every month you get an update. Yeah, yeah. sometimes... Sometimes they're later in the month. Oh my god, the Sometimes failures! It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't show up. Yeah, on that day, and and oh. yet, like Samsung just recently, what was it? The Galaxy Tab S7 has now been moved from quarterly updates to biannual, and everyone's like, "All oh, right, I guess it's fine." I mean, I'm still getting updates. <laughs> like, yeah, two a year. Um, I don't think that's what you signed up for, but okay yeah. and and like a pixel 7 updates a week late and people are like man google can't do anything right they're, they're always messing it up
0: i i, <laughs> I think it's that that they, you have you have a standard for every company at a different level and give give passes to right. others on others. i know the reality is, any company I think I'll say this. Ever since Microsoft had that massive uh, blue screen of death on stage with Bomber when he was trying to present, that was, to me, since then, we should have learned that there is no such thing that is finally done by the time it's released. We are beta testers if we're early adopters. And yeah. then later, you get the final so, product as it is intended. Yeah.
1: So uh, I just have to shut this out, Michael Corcoran. Now, to be clear i shouldn't throw a bunch of sand on the pixel fold right
0: you know i i'm i'm gonna have to defer that to the guy with the fold at the current time so uh, i'm i, I don't I, know I, I, I am
1: of the camp that uh it, sand it, it castles in the you,
0: sky you, you, nope.
1: you can do you oh uh <laughs> wait sorry how does that go how does that go how does it go it's um Jimi hendrix and so, castles made of sand melt into the sea. He sings it way better than I do. I Absolutely. Mean, I'm pretty good. But um, I, I'm of the mind that however you want to treat your devices, if you go out of your way to intentionally break something, you'll it probably will, succeed. You will. Yeah,
0: exactly. If there is a will, there is a way. That's There's essentially what I say. Thank you for joining the show. I, See you I, next I, week.
1: I, I feel like this is where. I need, to, I, I need to disclose. So I have the video out. I, I'm not going to regurgitate that whole video because what I was talking about on the podcast on Monday was such an early reaction. And I've had years of using Surface Duos as kind of my primary tablet. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think they're very good phones, but I think Microsoft makes the best tablets on the market. I have so a I few devices a that
0: I that are phones that I that I don't use them as phones at all. Like they they serve yeah, a specific purpose. As... Exactly. And yeah, yeah.
1: For me, the duo fit into this idea of kind of
0: this. Fit, very I'm possible... Sorry, this yeah. guy fits into that. Like I, it's a phone. It does calls and stuff. I don't know yeah, if that ever no, it's worked. A yeah, I'm, it's I'm, a camera. Like same thing. Like it's I, a legit I have camera.
1: A full like lens cap assembly on my.
0: Oh, I got my so, lens caps. I, I got I got a whole bunch of filters and lens caps. Yes, yes. Sorry. Great, right? Yeah, yeah. No,
1: of course. It's nice. Yeah. So, I, what I need to do is I finally got some new neon filters. So, I'm going to try and find, like, I might go back out to the to um, to the to the city strip that I used yeah. to shoot my night photos at. Like, they tweets. have a whole bunch of, like, diner signs and stuff. And, like, oh. I want to go by that Mel's Diner. Yes. Where it's yes, got yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. 50s kind of, like, angular and it's Absolutely. all neon. Exactly. Trim. So, yeah, I, I'm going to try and about. get out there with, uh, with, with the uh, Xiaomi. Um, but... My early reaction is totally tempered by the fact that I am most familiar with Microsoft-style gestures. Yeah. And I still believe Microsoft has given us the best implementation of controlling apps like Windows. Mm-hmm. Not with going into a floating window mode, but like, just like on Windows 11. If you grab a window from the top bar and you slide your finger over, it will dock itself to one side of your monitor. And the duo does that per panel. And I still think that is the most familiar and kind of organic interaction that someone might swipe and move something with. And so my, my video is very, pixels can't do this, Android 13 can't do this. Having used it for a couple more days now, I do appreciate how good this whole experience is for how fresh Google is at making a piece of hardware like this, um, but I still feel like there are some inconsistencies in things like closing the tablet is screen off. Yes, but you can't get back to so. So I have an app on the screen on the outer display. Um, let me just like open up a web browser and make sure. Okay, so I, I have an app up on the on the outer uh, on the outer display, and I open it, and it takes me to same. a tablet view of that. And in and general, it does it... it yeah,
0: it, it keeps the same instance. It doesn't it, restart. It, does, it does great. Instagram it, it does, doesn't, it does it great. but
1: most apps it does, yeah. Well, Instagram hates Android, so yes, I don't just, understand why anyone uses it. It's a garbage service from a garbage company, and they made a garbage app. So keep yeah. supporting it, I guess. But when you close it again, it...
0: closes the it, it, it closes it back. Turns, it goes to it sleep. turns
1: it off. And so, so yes... That's probably how it should work. But I liked having the wraparound hinge on the Duo where I just want to go back to single screen mode and I can do that on a Duo and I just flip the screen all the way around and then one screen is up. It didn't turn off my device. I was still using it. I didn't hit the power button. Mm -hmm. I, I closed it or I opened it. And so it's those kinds of things where it's like, you can tell that the engineers had one one idea. Like this is the way you use it. This is how it is used. And I wish that there was kind of that back and forth continuity. There are going to be times where I'm using the tablet and I go like, "Oh, I got to go. Let me close it, but I still want to be doing the thing that I was doing, but that's turning it off."
0: And and, <laughs> and you have so to unlock it and interactions. then open up the recent and no no, I, I totally and, those, and I think this is something they can fix still yeah.
1: feel clumsy because yeah. we don't know how folding tablets work yet. Through four generations of the Z Fold, through numerous imports, yeah. duos, Android is just now coming back to a large screen experience. I totally get it that we're going to have to try and figure some of this stuff out along the way. Absolutely. But I think we, we overlooked some of the elegance that Microsoft brought to the conversation because they have way more experience making a good tablet than Google does. Yeah. And they got a lot of that stuff right, even for all of the clumsiness. Like, there are still so many things about the Duo, and I will be the first to say the Duo is not a good phone. <laughs> it is a bad it, phone, but yeah. it's a great
0: try, tablet that Try, try turning pocket. on a Freeform Window in developer settings. Oh, I and- have- yeah, yeah, and then start having floating apps, so you can start running mm-hmm. apps and floating options. I think the um, the, the the uniform conversation that I, I that that I've seen in multiple versions of folding phone experiences is they've on Android, if they most of them have tried to copy what Samsung's been doing. So a lot of the features yeah. are similar, and they do very much that 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 experience in there. I think Opal was one thing one that I enjoyed the most was. When you close the outer display or the inner display and you go to the outer display, it doesn't automatically turn it on and give you that app. It puts up yeah. a little bit of a notifications at the bottom, like a little bit of a light. If you tap on that light, it opens it up for you. But if you ignore yeah. it, it stays closed. And I feel like that's probably – I hope Google is able to implement something similar to that because you're right. It, how does the UI know when you want to do that function where you close and you want to yeah. go – and you don't want, you don't want to use the outer display or when you close and you do want to use that outer display i feel like a prompt will always be the right solution because it's the least amount of interaction everyone right?
1: is acting like having a control or a button is a bad thing cuz i had similar complaints with duo for things like going single screen okay like there were times where i want to use the duo one screen like say, okay so like let's say i'm shooting with the duo 2 and i have mm. the camera up I don't want both displays on. That's drawing more power. Absolutely. And I don't have as good a place to hold it. But if you could turn off the bottom display, I could use that as a handle. But I can't really hold it that well if I've got both screens on. I'm always interacting with something on the second screen. It's
0: actually one of my favorite features on the Fold, but yeah.
1: And, and being able to kind of... Dis- and, and also, um you, you when you go rear camera selfie on the Pixel Fold, like, oh, I can actually hold it. The, the back the display end, turns off. Like, the, the to me,
0: when I saw that, I was like, oh, my God. Okay, with all the other frustrations, that for, that, like... You,
1: that was handled you, you really get, well.
0: You got it right. For sure. You shut it off. That was the right answer because you're... Unless you're this magical guy that holds it and wants to use the main camera, but you're still able to be on the other side. Like, who wants to... You know, there's never a situation where you're like, well, there's a person behind the camera. I'm like, no, it's supposed to be one-handed. Yeah. Right there. Front-facing display, rear-facing, and bye-bye.
1: Off. And and you can, like, actually, you know, sort of hold... You, well, like, you hold it a little bit from the yeah from the top part, exactly. No, but I mean, like, again, even if you were... Like, your thumb is over the bezel on, I'm with on you. the edges and stuff, like... It's nice having a way to hold it. Exactly. And, and that was my big complaint where I had been used to the LG version of this where, again, it was like just having two phones side by side, but it had little controls where you could do things like, Shut off I the want second the display. screens open, but I want the second screen I mean,
0: now I remember LG did it right because they treated it as two separate displays. And that 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 relationship was always um, you. You could either turn on the second display in in yeah. the case, or you could just turn it off. I feel like LG was ahead of its time with what they were doing with the way, well, not the wing, with the sure. you know with the, the different the v the the Well, yeah. V60, and, and I was also the yeah. velvet. I was yeah, I was trying to remember the velvet. Um, absolutely, and I think so. There there are things in there that I find that I feel like Google did, like they they did a good implementation there. But I think to a certain yeah. point. Uh, with a few updates under their hood and a few feature drops coming in, I feel like that could that relationship or that that experience that you were referring to could absolutely be. be so um, I, I uh, wonder
1: if we're really gonna get there because we get mm-hmm. to the end of all of these kinds of conversations, and my big concern is a company saying we're just gonna do it this way, and that's the way it's done, and yeah. then you get used to the device and google is doing that a bit with the pixels the well, Pixels it is work this way that's the pixel experience that's, that's material you is it you material get, you is it experience you get yeah used to it it's no longer stop but this would be real easy not really i'm oversimplifying this but this wouldn't be a terrible challenge to give the user a few options Because, I mean, like I had those on the V50 and the Mm -hmm. V60 dual displays. I could go in and say, like, hey, when I open this and I turn on the secondary display, what is the behavior? What is it that I want it to do? And I I really wish Google would give me the respect as an advanced compute user to, to say, like, hey, when I close this thing, I want you to send the right app in multitasking to... the The front uh, display the main to the front yeah yeah the external display
0: give it to me like a regular phone
1: give give me an option yeah on how all this stuff goes because i don't feel anyone has the right answer yet i had complaints with the lg dual display i had complaints with the surface dual display i had a lot of complaints with the z fold i've Mm -hmm. got these kinds of issues the and every company has a different way of doing things and i'm never going to get the magical unicorn that combines all of them so i can pick and choose the parts that worked for me um but I feel like companies are afraid to give users control. It's like, we've, we've simplified this, so it's real easy. Like People spending $2,000 on a folding tablet right now are exactly the kinds of people who you would be able to trust with like a little bit of intellectual curiosity as to how their $2,000 investment works. And they're probably more inclined to dig through a setting or two to look at advanced functionality, because this is really advanced functionality. No, no, so it, is, it I, is. I wish... I wish we could kind of expand on that a little bit. I just want to wrap up Pixel Fold and sure. from your experiences using it too. Um, I'm still kind of terrified of plastic screens. <laughs> I, I, I'm i I'm not inclined to game hard on this thing. I'm uh, not. Sure. Uh, I know Ron Amadeo over at Ars Technica is, is a reputation for being kind of a cranky Android editorialist and he's always throwing shade at all these companies but like i also don't feel like his his examination of the pixel fold screen protector was necessarily incorrect Mm -hmm. i don't like that it's got this big trench where if you live in a sandy dusty desert like we do um If there is material from pocket or just from your surroundings that gets kind of placed in this trench in between the screen protector and the bezel, that really freaks me out. Like, it makes me less inclined to want to open the fold when I'm out and about.
0: Without having a compressed can of air at the same time.
1: And tell me, like, I'm handling this differently. I'm thinking about it a lot more than I ever did my my, my duos.
0: Oh, no, like that's I got the a little yeah, bit yeah of that is sealed.
1: Yeah. yeah, if I got a little bit of gunk on the screen, it's like it's glass, it'll close, it's gonna be fine.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs>
1: and also, I, don't we kind of feel like a bit like, if you were going to avoid any of the issues with a folding plastic display, shouldn't you have been able to see the Z Fold 1 and the issues with that screen and that screen protector and say we definitely don't want to do that i
0: i okay so i i don't have the full sorry i don't have the pixel fold anymore but i'll say with the with the time that i played around with it and i got a chance to use it to me i understand that the purpose of the bezel it definitely feels like a gen one type of a bezel like this is Oh no! Way... I,
1: I hope they keep the bezel. I, I actually, I... I mean, I'm I'm on board. I, I I'm, like having well, uh, you know, dead I, space that I can handle. it. I don't. Yeah, you no, know, I'm, I'm, I'm with, with you really on the, the dead out space by the screen protector.
0: It, but that's what I was trying to I was trying to get to. It's it's the the ergonomics of the way they 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 did the. The screen protector is not part... So for me, the right solution for me with this would be is mm-hmm. have the screen protector go all the way to the edges of the display, go under that bezel and make it a unique, one unique yeah. piece. That's what that, that was what I was... Like at the time, I was looking at it because that's what was Samsung's problem before. Gen mm-hmm. 1 was because people saw a screen protector and then there are people out there that hate... Okay, I'm using the word hate, but there are people out there that don't like screen <laughs> protectors. And the first thing they do when they get a phone, they rip that sucker off. Um, and, and apparently and they
1: don't, they don't have a choice because it's plastic.
0: Yeah. and, and right? it, you it, can rip and off the screen
1: c- protector and you're still going to have a plastic screen.
0: <laughs> exactly. But I feel like the solution for, or the, the approach here would have maybe been a little bit more durable had they allowed the screen protector to go under the, the, the bezel that we have yeah. around. And I feel like that would have solved the problem because it's not like the screen protector mm-hmm. needs to move, right? It doesn't like stretch and recontract. It stays, it's, it's matched perfectly to mm-hmm. the, the actual display.
1: And like it doesn't. I'm I'm trying to think like because there are some where the screen sort of, sort of sort of like bends even further into. It, the It's supposed to, of yeah. It hinge. it so
0: it does give you that that. But closing. you're
1: right. Like it, I don't think that would be the same kind of issue here. And how does it? Hold on. I'm trying to see this in the glare of my light. So the screen isn't like sliding in or out from under.
0: On the edges, it's not. It's supposed to do bezel. that uh, around the hinge at the, on the inside. That's where the movement right. is. Well, I was—I was, yeah.
1: was going to say like because that's how Samsung fixed it. If, if, if when you close it all the way, if maybe they need to have a screen protector offset because there's a slight movement that way. So, like when you close it all the way, because it closes flush, it doesn't have the same kind of gap that the Z Fold has. The Z Fold, maybe yeah, the there nice needs to be additional clearance. But I don't think that's happening. I don't I think can it's see moving. You. Yeah, sorry. Um, on, on the Pixel Fold, so we'll have to I, see. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not putting out a conclusion on this because I don't think it's a device to conclude. I, I feel it's a test bed. Oh yeah, and
0: oh, I take that back. Uh, even Samsung still does it, but it's much closer to the edge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it didn't go under. I, I remember. I, I think it was in Gen two that they did try to make oh, it, it might so have that. It w- like the full, yeah, they the might full have gone back because board. they were like. Uh, they fix the hinge and so on, but
1: or the... also if because you're bending plastic and you have it sort of under the bezel. Something it, 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 when you start playing with clearances like that, we're talking about mic- micrometers, mic- micrometers um, of of uh, clearance and tension and, and tolerance for a lot no, of parts. No, yeah. absolutely. Um, so I am. I'm feeling very, first of all, I'm feeling vindicated. I feel like this is a better form factor for actual, like, sort of ergonomics and use out in the field. It addresses so many of the issues that I have with the Z Fold, literally just for rotating the hinge 90 degrees. (laughs) But I'm still coming away from my early experiences here with kind of the same feeling I had with my duos. Which is, I am very positive on this. I'm mm-hmm. I, I I'm very encouraged by what I'm seeing. It's fun. I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's exciting. I feel my practical recommendation is hyper-narrow. And there are very, very few people I can think of in my brain. Yeah, Most of them are in our chat right yeah, now. I was going to say,
0: <laughs> there's a few I people I could are, think of. Please look on the left. I mean, sorry, the I, right. Who
1: I, who I feel like these, these, these folks are genuinely good examples of the people that would get the most out of a folding tablet experience you and i have had this conversation where i feel like the mass market if we're going to talk about phones what fold Mm -hmm. the flip style are going to be more accessible and more familiar absolutely probably fewer issues with some of these durability things that we're talking about but when we start talking about the surface area and the extra machinery required for a folding tablet that turns into a phone I'm, I'm kind of coming away with some of those same feelings. This is still very much to me a very expensive public beta test. Yeah. I'm here for it. I'm down. I'm having fun. I, I think there are a handful of people here who are going to enjoy being a part of the process of figuring out folding phones. Yeah. And, yeah. and are going to pay into it and, and really get a ton of amazing use out of this. But that is a tiny sliver of a niche of an enthusiast demographic of the larger overall marketplace for smartphones. I I, I cannot believe that a billion phones are going to be sold if this market really is more than like 10 million units. You know, all told, I mean, I mean, and I don't mean that as a knock. I mean, like all all folding phones, Samsung and Oppo and OnePlus and Google and all of them.
0: Because Honor, Honor, literally just announced last week their brand new foldable in China, which is even thinner. Like it, we're
1: we're talking about a whole new battery technology. Yeah,
0: China is where technology is being pushed now. I I have to say (laughs) just that now. If you're looking for new tech, if you're looking for bleeding edge. You're in the wrong country right now, and no, I'm just kidding. We yeah, get it, sure. but we get it later. Um, mm-hmm. No, no. So I, I'm very impressed with what Honor is trying to do, and, and all the other technologies that we've seen out there. Uh, I think uh, Xiaomi's done really good. I think Vivo's done really nice. They all have multiple variants. Um, I'm actually almost tempted to say, "Is do you?" Well, actually, maybe this is a good question. We've seen yeah. we've seen Google go into tablets. We've seen Google go into foldables. Obviously, they've they've done smartphones for many many years. Yeah. Do you think now that they've gone into foldables that that maybe at some point they'll have a flip competitor? Do you think that they would consider saying, "Hey, maybe we are able to make a better experience on a flip phone, be it yeah, a clamshell, kind of like be very Moto"?
1: Surprised if we don't see something like that eventually, because um, we're still waiting for the
0: honestly, Moto. Um, the, the 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 less expensive um, razor
1: yeah the edge yeah the razor yeah,
0: the, the, no no the standard the um, motor the the motor uh, the, the Moto razor twenty twenty three not the plus the standard so one is supposed to be cheaper.
1: I feel like it's it, it's a it's a when not an if, mm-hmm. but I'll be very surprised if Google jumps on one while that we're still in the tail end of their relationship with Samsung for hardware. I feel a lot of what we're seeing is Google giving Samsung preferential treatment to not upset their primary Android partner. Mm -hmm. And I think Google is being very, maybe being too respectful of Samsung's place in the market and is giving them a wide berth. Um, uh, They're they're, they're giving them a lot of, of air, especially in North America especially in north america oh I um, mean they're so they're, they're, I, um, I feel like yeah i feel like when we see pixel watch no longer using a samsung soc when we which see is what which
0: is what the rumors PC are actually we're hearing that they're going into yeah yeah
1: mm-hmm. um and and when we see tensor pull away from samsung uh in 2025 Yeah. yeah, That's when I think we'll probably start seeing some of the first rumbles, Mm -hmm. because I I don't think you can make a good flip with a Tensor G2 and with a Samsung radio. I think the thermals are going to be out of control. I think the battery draw is going to be way too high, and that radio has not proven to, even with some good updates, like the Pixel 7 is way better than it did at launch, but I don't think you can cram that into a smaller folding clamshell where thermals are going to be even tighter Mm -hmm. and deal with the inefficiency of Samsung's radio. And so then, once we see, I I, I don't think we can get a Pixel flip until at at the bare minimum, at the, 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 the soonest, um, until twenty twenty five and we see them start looking at parts direct from t s m c based mm-hmm. on their own designs and then maybe they license a Qualcomm or a mediatek radio and I think a Qualcomm or a mediatek radio would be a step above what Samsung can deliver for efficiency then it makes sense for us to have a smaller battery pocket clamshell
0: i I hope that that's the 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 look, or at least the order of things, the way they look at it, as far as approaching and bringing in a foldable in that in that yeah. form factor, you're right. I think that was the. I mean, I, I I'm not gonna say a surprise. I mean, I I expected the, the the Pixel Fold to operate like the Pixel Seven Pro. It's running yeah. very similar internals, so I, I to to say that because it's a wider device that it well, would have had better. We, we was...
1: had to we kind of push pause on this because uh, we we took a week off. The, the week before, you and I had a conversation talking about Tensor G2s and the different efficiencies of mm-hmm. like moving a chip between a slate phone and a folding phone and a tablet. And I have a write-up on Patreon.com slash guy, which some of the results of some real-world performance testing might Benchmarks. surprise some people. So doing video rendering, uh, video transcoding, video trimming, podcast mixdown, RAR compression, mm-hmm. uh, some photo processing, uh, image sta- uh, video stabilization, uh, and of course a Geekbench score in there just because um, I-, I-, I pit all of the Tensor G2s against each other, and I was a little surprised at sort of what was consistently the highest performance. So you can catch that right up. I'm not going to spoil the ending. (laughs) That was a,
0: yeah. And I think you posted that one last week or late last week. I think if I'm not mistaken on on the Patreon.
1: Oh, I was up at like, it was over the weekend and I was like, it's midnight. I should go to bed. Hold on one more PowerPoint graph.
0: Just so you know, that's how I found out you got your fold. Cause I was like, wait a minute, hold on. Either either he borrowed or whatever. And so I'm like, okay. And it was, it was late at night when I saw the thing. So I went into your socials and I'm like, he got a fold. That little monkey got the fold. I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, okay. So yeah. it, it's more... Um... Absolutely. No, no. I, I don't disagree with the performance. I'm, it's more so... Okay. I've well, used not... the Pixel 7 Pro you... for months. And but, I've but used and me, it... We,
1: we've, I, I don't, I yeah. don't want to relitigate this. Because we have talked about this so many times. Absolutely. Since the Pixel 4, the googly bits of Google hardware have been phenomenal. Google has been let down in the past with longer-term software support by Qualcomm, and I feel they're getting let down currently by Samsung hardware. The worst parts of tensors and pixels and tablets and folds are the Samsung bits, the Samsung radio, Samsung CPU and GPU performance, but the googly machine learning stuff, the core configurations that they're using. I just turned on five products in my office because I said the G word. All of the, that, that stuff has been bulletproof. A phone that loses the worst in Geekbench scores is pulling some of the fastest video rendering we've ever seen and can outpace an iPhone 14 Pro. And that's the, 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 the stuff that, that the Pixel team is bringing to the table. And then you take it outside in 100-degree weather, and that Samsung radio goes, yeah. oh, no. And the whole phone starts running crazy hot on it, you.
0: It's a bad so time in, in, to in test. <laughs> it's a bad time to test.
1: It's a bad, But it's also a really good time to test. Well, and I, I mean, feel in like 2025, yeah. if, if Google is working on their own custom uh, CPU uh, cores, I'd be curious to see what kind of GPU they lean on if it's more like... Know, sort of an ARM reference design GPU, or if it's something custom that they make in-house, I think we're, we'll actually see sort of the next, like, TikTok. It's, it's not going to be night and day better. It's not going to be night and day different. And Google has never, ever, on any of their Pixel devices, expressed a desire to win benchmarks. So in 2025, I bet you we're still going to see some of the lowest Antutu and Geekbench scores of any phone put out that year. I don't think that's going to be a shock. Yeah. But what Google has always excelled at is, despite these low scores, when you give the phone a real video task or a real photo task or a real audio task, these things are monsters. Yeah. Like, indomitable monsters Absolutely. in performance. Yeah. So so that's that's what I'm hoping to see, and it's just going to take us a couple more years for that all to play out. No, for um, sure. But yeah, I, 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 I kind of just. I mean, we can wrap up Pixel Fold because I really do want to spend a little time talking about nothing.
0: Oh um, no, absolutely. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. I was, at my mind, I was like thinking we're going straight to the trick. But yeah, you're right. You're right. No, no, no. no, no. no, um, no. We still
1: have more focus. <laughs> <we're still, about. laughs>
0: like Dash got it. Okay, and I was telling you to talk about that keyboard that I got in the mail, but that's fine.
1: Oh yeah, that was good too. Yeah,
0: dude. Um, mm. So I'll say this. Um, nothing has. Um, so the nothing phone two has been basically it just came out right last week we had our embargoes everybody start posting their we had the announcement the week before carl pay casey and a whole bunch of people started talking about the phone there's a lot of things going mm-hmm. on a lot of buzz and i will say that to a certain point the experience on this device is absolutely night and day improved over what we saw with the first generation we leapfrogged from mid-ranger to flagship even though technically they're using last year's flagship it still is a flagship experience this is in my mind a a device that stands on its own it has a lot of things going on for it and the ui the glyph interface has been improved again the glyph i would probably say is it's more of a personal taste you either like it if you don't and if you don't like it then this may not be the phone for you because this is kind of like the core experience and not only that they've doubled down on some of the things you could do there but the camera experience is what got me. It got so much better. Their processing leapfrogged over what we had with, this, uh, with the with Nothing One. Um, the, the performance overall, both on the front-facing and the rear-facing cameras, have been really good. Uh, the, the battery capacity is pretty decent. The charging speed, again, we pretty much what we got there. Uh, the LEDs, by the way, on the Glyph interface, I have actually not only more functions, but also integrations with, let's say, Uber that, to me, was one of the more functional things I've never thought of actually made made sense to me is when you're standing there waiting for a car and you've called the car on your phone, every time you do that, you have to unlock the phone, go into the Uber app and see where your car is and how long the driver is getting there. And one of the really cool things that I loved about it is while I was in London last couple of weeks or so, I would call the Uber and the top light right under, so not the one right under the camera module, but the one on the other side, that bar that curves, Fills in as the car is coming closer to you to the point where it gets you know what I mean? Like it, it it seriously, sorry, it's a progress bar bar (laughs) that keeps going, 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 going. And once it hits 100, it beeps to obviously by then the car should be in front of you. If you don't see the car, we have other problems. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like that's the um. That little integration that they had in there, I was like, that is such a functional thing. Uh, the timer built in in there also really cool. You set a timer, you put it on, and the timer fills in, so you have more of a visual indicator. So it becomes more, it becomes more functional than just you know pretty. I want to say because that's yeah. that's how it was initially. Um, the operating system, nothing OS two works really good. The cameras are really good. The the functionalities, the internal storage, um, the speakers are actually definitely much better. So it's elevated. The price point is definitely very competitive, starting at around five ninety nine. Yeah, no, I mean they knew exactly how they're targeting the the competitors in the game. Well,
1: I loved. Um, so we're 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 looking at the uh, if you're watching the video, I'm looking at the Nothing Phone two. Yeah, yeah, right the, now. The, that's the I Nothing it's OS. It's cute though. When when you go to the to the site to look at the phone, it defaults to the 12 gig 256 model for 699 absolutely yeah. and you have to you have to select, select the 8 128 if you want to step down i but, I, I think mean, the like, 256 taking is it yeah all the way up though i mean the 512 not, gig option for 800 bucks that's not terrible that's not a bad deal
0: 512 gigs of uh, 512 gigs of uh, internal storage that is the it, to me, that's the right price, uh, the, the right storage. But no, no, it, it's seriously like even when you're looking at just the nothing OS, it's just clean. The colors, um, yeah. they updated their icon pack so that it actually makes everything go into dark mode. So it covers all of the icons that you have nice. in your app drawer. Um, the widgets, the the expandable folders, the, the active widgets that you have in there, all of those things have been thought of. Um, they even added a filter, the basically the glass filter. You know, like they, uh, when they first came up with the Nothing Launcher and they let people mm-hmm. use it on different phones, there was a glass. Yeah. Uh, it's also like
1: bringing that up. He was like, I thought it was not great. He used much harsher language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I,
0: I, I'll say <laughs> this. It's a unique filter to create a, a look, but it, they're giving it there. Uh, but it's the glyph composer that got me and i've been playing with it a lot i've been trying to wait oh, yeah, i'm waiting for them to bring the it. swedish house mafia uh, uh audio pack because yeah, yeah. that that was to me what got because that's how they teased it they're like swedish house mafia put it in there and they showed us how they play and we are like okay great where is the eye <laughs> so that's that coming in later but yeah so like there as they're playing and they're putting a whole bunch of things in there so to me it was there's a lot of unique things in it if you're um you If the glyph makes sense to you, I feel like that's going to make the entire experience going for you. If you're not a fan of the glyph or what it looks like, I feel like this may not put you in the right spot because you're married to it, right? It's there uh, in in many different forms, uh, even in in the sense of like, you know, basically just pressing and holding the flashlight and you just turn on the glyph. You have the, the visual EQ function of it. You have, you know, obviously Tesla integration, the same things we've seen before. Slightly yeah. better optimized uh, AirPod controls, uh, Uber integration in the U.S. and I think there's another service in India. I forgot the name of it, but it's uh, it's a food delivery service, not an but Uber delivery.
1: Don't don't you feel like to a small degree this also speaks to kind of the failure of our accessories market, where things like smartwatches and and, and wireless headphones have all tried to dabble mm-hmm. with I- increased functionality for really using our phones, like. The specific uh, voice actions that we used to have on LG Tone earbuds, and all of the little like notifications and at-a-glance things. That one of the most interesting aspects of a phone like the Nothing is its ability to not have you look at the screen, but still deliver information. Inform- exactly, and, that and cons- you can interact with progressive
0: and, information. Is what I love. Yeah, about and, and to yeah. do
1: so in kind of a novel way. Where I've been fighting really hard to not always be looking at my phone, front or back, but this is like kind of a big hook for what Nothing is trying to do on 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 their phones. I just think it's kind of interesting that like we can't quite get away from some of these metaphors or some of these usages, but we're still experimenting with novel ways Mm -hmm. of interacting with this data.
0: Right, and I think this it's it's always going to come down to adoption. Realistically, it's going to come down to adoption. The the smartwatch's main purpose was to allow us to have a better integration. But the problem with certain apps is that if you start them off on your phone, they don't continue on the watch. You may get a notification that pops up on your watch as your driver is here. But up till that moment of the notification coming, Uber doesn't continuously push update, update, update. Your driver is five minutes away, four minutes away, two minutes away. Those things are missed and you you could be busy in this situation. It's such a visual cue that you could be five, six feet away from your phone. You still know how things are going. And, mm. I, and I found that that's what got me with this because I, I played around with the first nothing phone one. And the main thing that I'll say this after the first five minutes of using it, I was not very <clears> – <throat> okay, so the visual EQ is still here. You're still able to turn it on by adding the special contact in here. That still works as, a, as an Easter egg. Uh, mm-hmm. But I ended up turning that off because as much as I enjoyed it when I was listening to music, I always put the phone down and I never put the phone face down. I want to put it face up so I can skip tracks. And <laughs> right. you missed out on the uh, on the glyph, making it more functional the way into timers, volume controls, uh, charging, and a little bit of more of an... Um, customizations and more inter- interactive i feel like it's the right, right direction but it still has to be the main thing that pr- that attracts well, you to sure, this phone
1: but but i mean again we're talking about how this has improved from nothing phone one to nothing phone two and i'm showing them on the screen they've got like the side by side you can compare their kind of looks almost the and, same, like yeah. you know the big update for the glyph interface was taking the sort of g shape and breaking it into more parts. So now you've got more lights for the Glyph interface to interact with. In uh, well, also more strip. lights
0: inside of the actual strip as opposed to making it more solid bars. There's sure. th- That's how we were able to do the progression. Right. But, but that's, you're right. That's yeah,
1: what I'm saying is like the, the, yeah. the upgrade is like, no, we just broke it into more pieces. And now it's functioning a little bit more like a clock radio where a little bit, you know, yeah. you've got like... How, how many, so you've got one, two, th- one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven lights make up each digit so that you can make any number for, for time. And that's kind of what they're doing is they just broke, broke one big light bar into yeah. f- what, six smaller light bars in the same shape. I, I, again, there's just something in here that I think is, is, is kind of cute but i also think there's something telling about we really haven't gotten it done we keep promising people that other accessories or these other things are going to are going to change the way that you interact with data or services or notifications and yet how many visceral arguments do you catch on social media about the 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 like most minute differences in an always on display and you're like I really genuinely don't know the differences Mm -hmm. between all my phones always on displays because I wear a smartwatch. And that's my gatekeeper. I'm not looking at the phone. And yet the vast majority of people out there, nope, it's like it's got to be an always on display or it's got to be some kind of interface or some kind of notification or some kind of ticker or this glyph interface. I don't know. There's just something. I don't know. There's something kind of itching at the back of my brain that this is such a big hook. For uh, a phone manufacturer to to, to tinker with
0: it, it's a it's a very tough recipe to get. I'll say that it's a tough recipe to get. Always on displays are are, are I mean I want to say hit and miss, but it, but it really depends on the, on the manufacturer and how they've implemented. And also the if you're familiar with it or not, um, the one I've I've seen and I've used the most recently, surprisingly, is Moto's. And it, I find it to be super functional because I can respond to messages from the always-on display. I don't actually have to yeah. go in there and try to open up. That. I can actually read messages entirely.
1: So the, the the most I would get into is on my edge just being able to kind of like swipe mm-hmm. from the display so that it would take me directly into that app when yeah. I unlocked the phone. But even then, to me, it was like, yeah, but I really just want my wrist to tell me I've got information I'm not looking at the phone. And, so I'm, and I'll say, I'm the wrong guy
0: We're to getting, mount yeah.
1: phone notifications to because I am desperate for a heads-up display or smarter earbuds or a better smartwatch style. I, I want as little interaction with my phone as I can possibly have until it is necessary for me to interact with that phone.
0: No, I get it. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. And I think that's the biggest thing. It's going to have to come down to software practice and and user feedback. It's going to have to be depending on user feedback. Because if you keep doing things on your own and hoping people will, you know, you're not listening to people's input. I'm
1: honestly kind of surprised that Nothing Phone 2 actually made it to market as quickly as it did from the launch of Phone 1. And I think that's a mm-hmm. positive, a positive sign that yeah, uh, that, that and, this and it's available in
0: the U.S. Well. That was the other, the biggest difference yeah, that we and had. Yeah, they were expanding. For it, sure. That was the other thing is the they've not only seen enough success, but also success enough that they say, hey. Everybody in the U.S. was buying our phones from Europe. Why not just launch it in U.S.? You know, like, makes sense. And they're still launching it on their own site, obviously. So they're leveraging. They're not having to um, to amend or, or a deal with NVMOs or any companies at this point. It's just unlocked. Mm-hmm. You buy it. You put your SIM in there. You set it up. Um, I will say I wish it had an eSIM. I don't know why it doesn't have an eSIM in there. Yeah. And it's not because I'm a big proponent of eSIM. It's just that as I'm traveling... I had to put in, yeah, Yeah. there was just no other option other than putting a physical SIM to get network. So I've had, when I was traveling, I had it tethered uh, directly to my um, Pixel, no, sorry, to my Moto running on my Aralo's I got uh, lazy with
1: my Pixel Fold. I just threw in a data-only eSIM. I was like, I should really put my personal SIM. I've got way too much going on right now. I can't take the time to, like... (laughs) It
0: <laughs> like I know.
1: reset my smartwatch and Dude, pair it. And do no, no I know, I, and so I, I have I, I have two more phones. I, want, I need like... to start
0: dedicating times to the the Reno 10 Pro <laughs> Plus and the Huawei mm. P60. They're sitting in there, and I'm like, no, I mean, it's just, it's seriously like, um, we have a very unique experience, and we're we're blessed on a way to be able to test out all this hardware. But the reality at the end of the day is we travel. That's part of what we do. Yeah. And tech has to work with us in our home territory as well as traveling. Not that you couldn't, that I couldn't find a local prepaid SIM. It's not that impossible. It's more expensive apparently now than just putting an eSIM through oh, a Rallo, wow. like seven or eight bucks. I got a one gig and whatever I am, I'm done. Um, when I was in Paris, London, and, and, uh, and back to London that other time, um, I ran through ten gigs. But I just, it's just easy. I topped it off, kept putting wow. more data in there, and kept going. It was, it was simple as that. Um, so hopefully maybe in, in the next generation, we'll see something like that. But that was my only thing about it. Uh, it's a well-rounded phone for the price point that it's going for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, and I don't know why I keep saying it, but if you have to accept, not accept, you have to appreciate what the glyph is and what the glyph yeah. interface is doing for you for this phone to make sense, because if you buy it for any other reason, you're missing out. There's still a lot of good things going on, but it's such a, again, like a, an, an essential feature of it. Like, Mm-hmm. Bringing in the essential phone back into
1: Although, this. Although I mean, and Michael Corcoran brings up a good point here too, because we we were those geeks that were glowing over phones like the Honor 8 back in the day. Where Michael says, "But it kind of looks cool. That could be reason enough if you're cross shopping a couple of phones." And we I think that's what it's going to attract have people. Any interest in digging deeper into the Glyph interface? You just want some cool RGB, not even RGB. You just want some cool flashing lights on the back of your phone. Yeah, and, and the that's new
0: color—that's the other thing. They went from yeah, uh, the the black to the gray, um, yeah. and the the backing actually is injection molded. It, you see more of that three D print into the back, so it's a little bit more cute. Uh, not cute, cool. It's <laughs> like it's like it's nice. But um, nice. I heard I heard through yeah. a through a tweet from somebody what some some gadget guy. I don't know that guy. Um, somehow you remember. were riding a new bike. Like, did you, are yeah. you rocking a new Velotric? Like, should we should we start checking out your Velotric garage now, Mister Ira? Oh, look at that! Yeah, look at she's that! She's
1: pretty. So, um, this is the uh, the Velotric Go One. Uh, they're launching two new cargo bikes. So, nice. there's the Go One, and there's the Packer One, and okay. they uh, they're they're sort of. Uh, I don't know what you call that. I mean, they're cargo bikes. So if you know what that means, you've got like a little shelf off the back that you've got more like a, a rack um, mm-hmm. above your rear tire. The Packer is like double long. Like it actually has that extra tensioner on the chain uh, mm-hmm. before you get to the de- before you get to the derailleur. I opted for the Go One um, mm-hmm. just because it looked like a slightly more manageable ride, and I'm glad I did. Um, it is. It looks very like a fat tire, right? It's a chunky tire, but it's a smaller diameter tire than the Nomad. Okay. Um, their beefy off-roading bike. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a really cushy front hydraulic fork. Um, it's a really well-balanced bike. It's that really uh, simple step-through frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you I can noticed. get on and off very, very quickly, very easily. But one of the things I love is uh, they've got a scootery-style uh, kickstand. So when you're setting the bike up, the box completely unfolds to be your workspace. Nice. So you don't have to pull the frame out like we did on those older mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. uh, Velotric e-bikes. Yeah, yeah, and the then T1. Once I think you get that's it set up, you just kind of roll the kickstand under, uh, under that rear tire. And it and makes it, it up. so much easier to do things like get all the wheels and handle Wow, you're so quick, set man.
0: Up. How the heck did you do that? I know.
1: Uh, and, and I wish I had better controls on this like a uh, time lapse because like in the video edit, I did this even like four times faster than what we're watching right here. But yeah, so it's a class 2 e-bike, 20 mile per hour top speed. It, this one can be unlocked mm-hmm. um, and boosted to 25 miles an hour. Um, seven speed, uh, gearing, uh, about a 48 mile range throttle only. Uh, cargo capacity, well, total payload capacity is 440 pounds. But that also kind of depends on the weight of the rider. So off the rear tire, it's rated for 120 pounds, and then off the front basket, you can carry another 30 pounds um, on uh, in front of your handlebars. Wow! But yeah, it, it's a it, it's a it's a beefy little machine.
0: Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The thing I
1: really like about this is they uh, they've kind of taken some of the tech from their fat tire. Mm -hmm. And some of the tech from their Thunder series that Mm -hmm. you and I also got to both uh, drive their Thunder bikes. Yeah, yeah. So this has an Apple AirTag built into it. It is Find My compatible. So once you get that set up and activated, if it gets stolen... If there's an Apple device nearby, you can ping it, and you can try and recover your bike. Oh, okay. So that was also, like the
0: um, your T1 ST. I think that that's what yeah. yours. They, yeah, they, yeah, I remember they the ST had it. The
1: name. So the Thunder series was the first that incorporated direct Find My compatibility. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now they call it the T1 series.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because there's the T1, which is what I had, and I think the ST that the one you had, and I think the ST had the Find My. That was one of their yes. one of their unique features there. Yeah, yeah.
1: And so one of the other things that that they've kind of pulled though from the thunder and from those bikes that we we ran the motor is a lot better behaved mm-hmm. so I don't know do you re- like you weren't on my nomad for very long
0: but... no i it was like barely not even a f- two three because it was such a a shift from going to uh yeah. going to it uh, from the oh man, what was the other one the uh, the, the one. discover the discover the discover I felt like was more. And actually, well, I'll be honest. So, okay, we we spent about an hour or so riding bikes. I was on the mm-hmm. Discover for the for the longest time, and then at the end, I got on the Nomad, and it was just so heavy. Yeah. I didn't have enough time, and then we were also on 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 the loose sand kind of uh, terrain. It wasn't mm-hmm. really like concrete. So I'll, I'll say this: I've since been I've tested out multiple fat tires. I've I'm mm-hmm. much more comfortable using them, but yeah, you're right. It's a very um, but the motor on the on the Nomad was much stronger. Like to be was, able to was, haul that entire system.
1: Yeah, to to move that much mass, it's a yeah. more dramatic acceleration. Exactly. The Go One is a 500 watt motor, so it's not. I mean, it's it's a it's a powerful motor. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find. I had a clip. I, this is kind of like that rear hub. It's not a very good shot of the motor. Um, but the uh the acceleration curve feels a lot like the Thunder like the T1ST. Oh, nice. So it doesn't it's a gradual, launch yeah. you. It kind of scoops up, which makes the ride less fun than the Nomad. The Nomad is a little squirrely. It's a little scary. So it's exciting to ride the Nomad. Um, I use the word like dramatic. It's a dramatic acceleration. It depending is dramatic, on what yeah. tier you're on. And when I'm at a dead stop, I cannot leave the motor on. I have yep. to turn the motor motor off, get up to speed on my own pedal power, and then I turn the motor back.
0: I re- I remember um, your recommendation that way, that one time we were hanging, out. TK, make sure you bring it, down, bring it down, bring it down. And there was one time I forgot, and then Juan comes over, he's like, "You bring it down, TK, you bring down the game." I was like, "I remember."
1: Because you don't want dramatic acceleration though on a cargo bike. Yeah. If you've got if you've got like a hundred pounds of stuff or groceries in that back basket, you don't want the bike flinging you up to its top speed and
0: things flying the, out of the back oh it does come with a front basket okay good good, good. No, no, okay. No, it,
1: it doesn't come with one so this is another thing the go one is their most modular bike so they sent me a basket setup oh. so it's a front and a rear basket you you you've got the the maximum cargo hauling is what i opted for that rear
0: so now you can go get the groceries the,
1: right yeah, well, I mean, I have been on because um, the the Trader Joe's is like right off the freeway here. It's actually pretty pretty close, and it's faster to get there on a bike than it is to drive a car.
0: Oh my god, exactly, exactly, Joe's. exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, um, but the other configuration that you can build this bike is taking that cargo space off the rear. So let me see if I've got a better shot. So this is the cargo space off the rear. You remove this basket, and mm-hmm. you can get a second seat. Yeah, a second pair of handlebars and some foot pegs that go down to where like the mesh is at the bottom here. And you can have a kid ride shotgun.
0: Once you get, so once you set the total as, weight as capacity, as, that's the first thing that jumped in my mind.
1: As, as long as your passenger is 120 pounds or less, you can have someone ride second, uh, you know, just sort of sit behind you on, on the, the, the Velotric on the, on the go one and on the Packer. Yeah. Um, so uh, it, this this is, like, again, it's a cargo frame, so already that comes with uh, a certain amount of flexibility. But this is, by design, Velatrix's most modular bike. So like the, the, the build that they sent me was their fully kitted out basket build. But you could go front basket and rear rider. You could leave it all totally plain just, just and a, just have yeah. the bike and have like a flat bed off the back that you could strap some gear to. You could, you could throw on some, some, uh, some saddlebags. I mean, like you could really work with a couple different configurations for this bike. Um, but yeah, so, uh, for the price of a pixel fold, <laughs> it's a class two, uh, road ready bike, a beefier headlamp, two stage activated brake light in the rear, um, 20 mile per hour top speed. I'm trying to remember if there's Oh, and redesigned throttle and uh, computer controls. Good. So the throttle assembly is broader and it's mm-hmm. easier to use. There's a big old fat switch yeah, yeah. Um, for the for the throttle.
0: Throt oh, switch. it's on the left this time.
1: Okay. Yeah, on this one, yeah. yeah so, okay. um, yeah, just all around, really great ride. Um, that's a beautiful really, bokeh really
0: shot great. right there, by the way.
1: Yeah. Xiaomi not 13. Bad. Xiaomi did great. Yeah, I um, can tell. It, it It's fun because like. Like I said, it's not the most exciting ride, but there's a fun practicality to it. It's a practical ride. Yeah, exactly. You sit really upright and you're still out and doing stuff, but it's still comfortable and it's still pretty quick. Mm -hmm. Um, So that high top speed still feels shockingly fast when you're doing 20 miles an hour on a bicycle with that motor just kind of pulling you along. Absolutely. yeah. um, I, I think Velatric has done a great job of expanding their roster. Mm -hmm. so from the discover to the nomad to the t1s to uh to this go one they now have a really good collection so they've got about just they have just about any kind of bike you might want to grab um a really good road bike kind of a good uh, mixed mode bike a really good off-roading fat tire now a practical errand runner that can Mm -hmm. displace like a good scooter and uh that's that, that That's, I think, what's been kind of fun is just watching this whole line evolve, and with every new bike they come out with, it's like they also learn something from their other bikes, and they bring it to their newest bike, um, and, I, and each bike kind of gets better along the way. That,
0: that's the way to do it. You have to incorporate... Uh, your successes and your challenges into in a better solution or better experience. Cause if you're not doing it, I think at the end of the day, you'll lose consumers cause you're, you're not listening to them. You're not looking at, you know, yeah. not following with a, yeah, the 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 rapport that people are expecting so that they're excited to see your new line and so on. So yeah, no, no, definitely. Um, the really, really good stuff. The, the ad motor one that I had uh, not that long ago had a rear seats uh, capacity as well. Yeah. It's a cruiser. It's not a, it's not a, it's not intended to be mm-hmm. a fast bike. But the ride was enjoyable, and it has that back seat with the kickstand, so you were able to kind of pick up somebody with you. Unfortunately, it doesn't work for my son and I because obviously we have the, the weight diff- capacity would like, totally blow that out. Um, but I will say, and hopefully this video goes out next week. Um, I've been riding a scooter that that has like a thirty five miles an hour speed limit on it, Oof. and the, so going thirty five. No, no, but this is like legit. Your boy has a helmet, gloves. Uh, you know, biker, I, I got a, uh, yeah. a bike jacket. I, I'm not going, I told you, I think we talked about this before. I, we've, I finally got my my entire setup done for it. Um, but yeah, like I'm excited to share that conversation and I love commuter ones and especially the functional ones because there's there's a purpose in there. You could buy this mm-hmm. in, to be maybe running your business off of it. You think the, the promo video that fellatric put out, yeah, somebody delivering packages with this. This is absolutely fantastic. Oh, yeah. You have front and back basket. You can go between places. You can go in smaller places than a car can't. Um, and like you said, an example would you, you could just drive down this Trader Joe, come back yeah. much faster, much easier, uh, solution. And that's, I think what the solution is. The tech has to help. It has to make mm-hmm. your life better. It has to have a purpose, and as long as you're able to do that, this will make sense. I'm, I'm glad to see that the, in there. I'm, I didn't get a chance to check that out, but I do know. Hopefully, next time I hang out over or come over to your place, that will be one of those rides. A
1: yeah, exactly. You
0: know, go get some groceries <laughs> or do something. <laughs> Maybe have some ramen. I don't know. We'll we'll have to make it some decisions. Happen. I I don't, I don't know, know, man. I'm, DK,
1: I... I make a pretty delicious chicken mushroom ramen. Is, uh...
0: It's let let really let me or, count you know, the days. Yeah. I'm gonna start counting the number of days that I, I've been <laughs> wanting to have that, and then uh, we'll come back next week for a new show with you guys. Uh, and I'll let you, no, you know. I know. I, we need to make this happen. 2023 is the year. We need Good to guys. seize the moment yeah. <laughs> within 365 days or something like that. Um, but with that being said, obviously, with all the heat and all the beautiful temperatures that we're getting here, and everything cooking at the at massive temperatures. Um, mm-hmm it's it's been it's been hot i mean wherever it's not just us actually i think if most of most of the country's kind of dealing with a lot of heat actually even so it, it's yeah. it's a tough season to be in so uh, hopefully everybody that's watching we make fun but you know try to enjoy outdoors try to enjoy the, you know in, in reasonable temperatures early but stay safe please stay safe stay hydrated yeah. uh wear protective gear sunscreen don't don't forget the sun can definitely damage uh but uh, i'm i'm excited the fact that we we're finally able to get got a chance to you know, talk again, hang out again. Last week was just crazy. Um, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I, as as much as I was like, man, we could have done it. I could have made it. When I got home, dude, I just put, I saw that bed and I was like, wow. I was like, see ya. So, yeah, I was like, OK, I needed the rest. Um, but I, one, one of the other things hopefully I'll try to do next week and, uh, and we'll talk a little bit more is this guy. Um,
1: yeah. We got to talk about that bad boy. We'll talk
0: about that next week for sure. Nice
1: and clacky.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, so I can't get that to focus. Can I? Yeah, here we go. Okay,
1: right there. There we go. Never settle. Never settle.
0: And, dude. Okay, I don't know why they didn't let us touch this back at MWC, but this is a solidly piece of a Luna, man. You just want to. Play tennis yeah. with it. Uh, no, no, I, uh, I'm enjoying it. It's So beautiful. I wish
1: I could hold up the things that I too would like us to be <laughs> able to discuss, but I have been in embargo hell for the last on couple some of, weeks. of these products, and like d- deadlines have shifted, releases have been moved. Like I'm yeah, for I know. I've got, I've got, I've got three videos ready to go on some stuff that would be awesome to hold up right here right now yeah i'm I'm holding it in my hand right now (laughs) like that's one of them (sighs) so uh, unfortunately i i kind of have to tease the stay tuned because some really fun stuff is coming and we'll chat about
0: that well i i I will say this stay tuned to find out where i'm going to be next week (laughs) i'm not even going to say where it's going to be one of those just just
1: let just wrap it on that that that, right there that was that was perfect right there
0: with (laughs) that being said please be safe stay safe thank you very much for hanging out with us on this beautiful thursday uh kicking it on the 20th uh next week's going to be even more exciting a lot more tech to cover make sure to catch our friend here juan carlos on monday uh with the sggqa with the podcast going on and of course all of our friends here hanging out with us on this beautiful thursday again be safe, stay safe. We'll see you guys next week for another episode of the best of our week. Until then, stay cozy, everybody.
1: Bam.
0: Did it go? Did we-